All right, let's try this. Me, 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 me. William Nylander is a leaf forever. Well, well, well. William Nylander, as it's been rumored for a few days now, a few weeks now, a few months now, really, it's been very confusing. Nylander has signed an eight year contract, $92 million total, but you don't care about the total. Why would you care about the total unless you are William Nylander, the cap hit, is $11.5 million. Before I really get into the nitty gritty, I'm obviously in the SDPN studios here. We are about to record a Steve Dangle podcast. This is a rare example of news breaking before we record the show. So after you finish watching this video, head on over to SDPN, subscribe, dosh, Dosh Garnet? Dosh Garnet. We're making it a thing. Subscribe because we are going to have a brand new Steve Dangle podcast. And either tonight or tomorrow morning, we will have a new Chris Johnston show. And there's no one better at breaking this stuff down than CJ. So it's finally done. William Nylander has signed. Now, I have ranted about this on this very podcast in this very studio. I remember before the season talking about William Nylander not being able to sign for 10.5, 10 and a quarter, 10, 9.5. I even said that he didn't deserve as much as Timo Meyer. Timo Meyer, by the way, $8.8 million against the cap. And worth mentioning, this season stinks. I don't think he stinks, but ooh, he's not even living up to that. That's not a discount. Here's the problem. I don't regret saying that. I don't regret saying that. Why, Steve? You were wrong. No, I wasn't wrong. I am wrong now. <laughs> Do you see the difference? Do you see the very key difference? Last season, in a healthy 82 games, William Nylander had 40 goals, finally hit the 40-goal plateau, 47 assists for 87 points. All of those are career highs. Career high in goals, assists, points, uh, probably hair. I think it was the longest I'd ever seen his hair. Mustache. Facial hair, leg hair. Have you seen his leg hair? Worth mentioning, uh, career highs in basically every playoff category too. 10 points in 11 games. The 11 games part was fun. Now, what made the number go up to 11.5? Well, he just decided to have the best year of his life. And I think a lot of Leaf fans and fans outside of the fan base are wondering, how does this keep happening to the Leafs? How do they overpay for a guy like Marner? And now they're overpaying for a guy like Nylander. Well, because these guys keep having the best season of their life in a contract year. When I was talking about William Nylander not being able to ask for the same amount of money as like a Timo Meyer or other guys out there, now, now he's got like David Pasternak money. When I was talking about that, he didn't have a track record of being truly elite. A lot of his underlying numbers were good, but until you crack 40 goals, you can't really be part of the elite conversation as a winger. Until you crack 80 points, you can't really be part of the elite conversation as a winger. He finally did that last season, but you have to ask the question, any responsible team would, is that the best he's ever gonna do? He's got to prove that he can do that again and again. The problem, or I guess solution, is he's better than he's ever been in his entire life. Started the season, bonkers. Went to Sweden as the marquee player for the whole four-team event. Killed it. Ended the thing, literally did a walk-off in Stockholm. A stock-off. No, we'll, we'll work on it. Can you delete? He's not gonna delete. And this season, he's got 21 goals already. 
That's the best pace of his life in 37 games. 33 assists already in 37 games. That's the best pace of his life. And 54 points in 37 games. That is a pace of about 120 or 119 points in an 82 game season. That is by far the best pace. The best, the, why am I struggling so much with that word? The best pace of his life. All while only having eight penalty minutes so far this season. Like the guy is bananas and well-behaved. And I think we all agree, like made for this market, like nothing bothers him. I think as a Leaf fan, you gotta be happy for William Nylander, the guy. You gotta be happy for William Nylander, the player. And you gotta be happy that William Nylander is on your team for the next eight years. Now, is it all sunshine and rainbows? No, of course it's not. Because hockey is a business. The NHL is a business and the Vegas Golden Knights became the first team to ever win the Stanley Cup with a double-digit player on their cap. It was Jack Eichel, and he was making $10 million against the cap on the button. The Leafs now have four double-digit guys, all of whom make significantly more than Jack Eichel. Mitch Marner, next season, will be the lowest-paid member of the Leafs' big four. Matthews is going to make 13 and a quarter. Nylander's going to make 11 and a half. Tavares is still going to be making 11, and Marner is going to be making around 10.9. It's that weird, goofy number. I'm fascinated for a few things. One, William Nylander, when he signed this deal that he held out for, the big Kyle Dubas deal, everyone called him the $10 million man because that season his cap hit was $10 million because of some shenanigans that we don't have enough time to explain. What was his real cap hit? It was around 6.9. First of all, nice. Second of all, nice. Like, literally nice. It was a bargain. It didn't seem like it when it was signed, though, did it? Imagine the value if the cap had actually gone up over the last few years, but of course it didn't. Why? COVID. You all know the story. Or do you? Have you heard, have you heard of COVID? COVID? Is that... Do they know about that? We don't have time to get into all that. Everyone loved Nylander as the dude playing for less than his market value. How are fans going to treat him now that he's making 11 and a half. He's, I think, the second highest paid winger in the entire NHL, only 100 grand behind our Timmy Pinar. If you want the multi-billion dollar corporation that is MLSE, Maple Leaf Sports and Entertainment, the Toronto Maple Leafs, to win a negotiation against William Nylander, that does not mean you're pro-billionaire. It doesn't mean you're anti-player. It just means you're pro-wanting your team to win. And I find it weird that I still have to explain that. Should there be a salary cap? Do we like the salary cap? Should we do away with the salary cap? I don't know. All I know is that it's here right now. It's here for the foreseeable future and the Leafs have no cap space. What do they say insanity is? Trying the same thing over and over again and expecting a different result? Well, the Leafs tried to win in the first round, didn't. Tried to win in the first round, didn't. Tried to win in the first round, didn't. Tried to win in the qualifying round, didn't. Tried to win in the first round, didn't. Tried to win in the first round, didn't. Tried to win in the first round, finally did. Fired their GM and they are sticking with the core. Kyle Dubas said we can and we will. It defined his tenure as general manager keeping these guys together come hell or high water. And the moment he showed a slight crack in the armor, the moment he said that he might entertain trading one of those guys, he was fired within hours. So 
Yes, the cap is supposedly going to go up over the next few years. Not really for the Leafs, though. Matthews is getting a raise from 11.634 because he had to get his jersey number in there to 13.25. William Nylander is going to go from 6.9 something to 11 and a half. Even with the cap going up, the Leafs are going to have less to play with for the rest of the roster. I've seen people talking about, oh, they have this money to play with and that money. This guy's coming off the book. They're still going to have less, you guys. Brad Living has to be extremely smart. The guys around him have to be extremely smart. And how are they going to go about doing that? Drafting? Well, they, they don't have a ton of picks. Is it the prospects already in the system? Well, they don't have a ton of those either, who seem ready anyway. Free agency? Oh, like the same place where they got John Klingberg and Ryan Reeves. How's that David Camp contract doing? Listen, I don't think being skeptical of the cap hit makes you a hater. Also, in May, William Nylander is going to turn 28 years old. This is an eight-year contract. He signed until he's 36. That is a Brad Living deal in a nutshell. Go look at Calgary and their cap structure. He loves a long deal and he loves signing guys into their mid and late 30s. Does it always work out? Now, I'm not totally worried about that. One, it's eight years from now. I just don't care. And also, William Nylander has been like shockingly healthy compared to a lot of the guys on this team and a lot of the guys in this league. I was about to tell you that he's already had four seasons where he's played every game with the exception of one, but that's not true. He only played 54 games one season, but he was relatively healthy. That was just the season he held out for the contract thing. We all love that. He played 68 out of the Leafs 70 games in the year that was cut short due to COVID. He played 51 out of, what was it? 56 games during the Canada bubble season. So yes, the deal goes pretty late into his career. He should be a Leaf for life, but I'm not worried about the long-term health of this player. In the comments section, you need to let me know how you feel because I think there's two, two ways to look at this. Number one, William Nylander is an elite player and he is going to play for my favorite team for the next eight years and that's incredible and good news and there is no way to make it bad news. Or the second option, gosh, that's a lot of money in a league with a cap. Both, I think, are perfectly valid. But this is the internet. Go in the comment section, run amok. So that is it for this one. Thank you very much for watching. Click like if you like this video. Click subscribe if you really liked it. Tell all your friends to subscribe to SDPN, brand new Steve Dangle podcast coming where we'll see if Adam and Jesse have something to say about this. I think they might. And the Chris Johnston show, CJ Julian, coming back after the holiday with a big news day. Who's not jacked about that? And William Nylander, I'm not sure if you heard, but he's a leaf.